Welcome to Pay to Play episode 31. I'm James Edzikowski. With me here is Frank Guybe. And I say that like you're right here because it feels like you are, Frank. And how are you doing? It's a Wednesday night. We're recording this. Um, I'm just James, in a good mood. I'm doing all right. You know, it's it's pretty warm here um, in Columbus, even though it's Locktober. Uh, we got plenty of locks. But, yeah, it's like been 90 degrees uh, the past two days in Columbus. Record heat. Um, and I was thinking we were just getting to that fall weather. Um, uh, we have an exciting guest, though, coming on the show today, guys. I, I could not be more excited. But, James, do we have a fun fact today? Yeah. Yeah, we're not going to uh, make the guest wait too long. Here is our fun fact. Um, and actually, so here's a little story behind it. We thought this was a fact, and then we actually went through and debunked it with a little help from some friends on the Internet. So here is – it's actually a fun myth. It's a little bit of a switch up. It takes 3,000 cows to supply the NFL with enough leather for a year's supply of footballs. 3,000 cows. So that sounded really believable to me at first, but I figured they just got to go through a ton of leather. Um, the pig skin, uh, oddly enough, they use cows. Uh, they don't actually take the skin of a pig. So that's, There's a fun fact. I guess there's a fun fact in the myth. Um, yeah. So the actual the myth, the reason that's a myth is it, it's not 3,000 cows. Um, apparently one cow provides enough leather for like 15 to 25 footballs, 3,000 footballs. Yeah. And so it, the NFL uses about 11,000 footballs a year. And so that means somewhere between 440 to 700 something cows, uh, for a season's year season supply of them. Okay. Um, um that's a lot of cows. That's a lot of, a lot of cows, but I mean, they're, the cows are being used. They're being slaughtered for meat anyway. So I feel like. You know, using them in America's favorite sport. I think it's a great, great idea. That's what I'm saying. Um, you might as well get your money's worth, if that makes sense. Yeah. And hold on. I'm a big cow fan here, too. I mean, I'm not saying kill cows for the sake of killing cows. But if you're going to do it, get good meat and get, <laughs> get some, some get, get some good really, leather. Some good pig skins. Yeah, get <laughs> some good pig skins so they can be deflated by Brady. Um, yep. All righty. But... Um, what else we got? Oh, let's let's talk about our one v one bets um, that we have before because we're going to talk with our guest soon uh, about the WNBA, and that's our one of our ongoing bets is that I have the Washington Mystics uh, at a minus two hundred odds to win the NBA Finals, and they are now tied one to one with the Connecticut Sun. So that series is tied. But let's talk about our new bet real quick. Um, what do you got going on tomorrow? Yeah, uh, it's going to be a very productive day at the office, uh, but it's not even at the office. So we have a company finance softball tournament, and uh, basically every every portion of the finance department um, plays against each other in a day-long tournament, 8.30 to 2 o'clock. You said it was hot in Columbus. Um, it's going to be hot here tomorrow. High of, ni- yeah. high of 97 uh, is what I'm seeing. I uh, can't wait to get out on the softball field all day. We got three pool play games in the morning, um, then goes tournament style in the afternoon. Apparently, it's just full day electricity. I'm batting cleanup, playing center field. Uh, and uh, Frank, my bet with you is the over under on my batting average tomorrow. And I'm going to set it at 751. I, I think we, we touched, touched on this a little bit, and I want the over on it, obviously. Are you okay with that under? Yeah, I'll take the under three for four, and I win money. Are you kidding me? Um... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand what the athleticism is of your Cisco coworkers. Um, 
I know you're a good hitter, but you know, you sometimes hit a pop-up or you just uh, hit a grounder to the wrong spot. I, I don't know if I love my, my spot here, but uh, I'll take it. Here, it, seems, one... it seems very fair. 750, I would have said no. 751, I love. I love well, the under. Well, I'll tell you what. What you have on your side is there are 10 fielders. There are four outfielders, six infielders. Or there we go. Six infielders, that, so that's four around the middle infield. Or pitcher corner catcher. Infield. Yeah, pitcher catcher. That's what I was trying to say. So you have, you have some uh, defensive help there for you. So I'm going to be looking to go yard more times than not. And so I could be prone to the pop-up. That's my only concern. Yeah, you could be. That's true. But uh, I love it. Good round of batting practice last week. That's that's how serious it is. Like this, my team scheduled a practice the week before, and uh, so they, there's high hopes for me. Uh, I, I'm excited for it. Hoping to uh, bring home the Capital Finance team uh, some some hardware. Then we have a nice. Literally, we have a. Uh, post softball game celebration at the local tavern that's from 2 30 to 4 30 so it's a day full of learning at cisco tomorrow wow dude you just you have a tough tough job but uh i think it's time now for uh our interview right yeah that it is all right guys well here we go before we move into it we will be talking to bennett the jet kinzel um excited to have him on uh we'll go into it right now time the moment you've all been waiting for benny the jet uh you have a lot of titles to your name bennett we're happy you could join us here on the pay to play pod how's it going frank zadge it's 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 great to be on the pod finally huge fan love your guys work all love bennett all love um we have one question um when is the next rap coming out benny freedom uh that was another one of your names um we're just we couldn't find the old rap on soundcloud what's going on there uh yeah headed headed um free spirit one uh headed takedown free spirit one um due to me going through the recruiting process frank but uh it was a hugely successful hit um, with the fans, so I, I think I'll be dropping. I'm, I got to get in the booth soon, and by the booth, I mean my closet. Um, so yeah, free spirit. Too. Wow! Yeah. All right. Well, did you, did you get it? You end up like getting December. a job. I might drop um, it like Christmas. You said you had to take it down for recruiting, so you're good now, though. Yeah. All right, James, what do we got? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, Ben, I'm, I'm, I was going to say, first and foremost, uh, we're going to so start we're, asking, we're right, about, you know, how's work? How's life? How's the family? Uh, do, you have, do you have another family nowadays? Or you, how are things going? <laughs> uh, yeah, I got, I got a kid on the way. Um, no, but, but actually, uh, Chuck's good. I did see football. that. Off mm-hmm. to a little bit of a rocky start. They lost to a team from Canada this past week. I don't know how that happens, but it happened. Um, Chuck's playing well, though. I think he's got like two picks on the year. You know, he's 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 balling out. Uh, <laughs> how many dogs do you guys have? Doggy. You have your own dog, you know, right? No one or knows is that, that thing living in Westlake so. still, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Frank, uh, I did have a dog of my own, Huck. Um, and let's, for a, let's for just put it this pup. way. A college campus maybe wasn't the most conducive environment for 
pin. So yeah, so I made I made a very uh, tough move. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and sent them home, Frank. Uh, so now count, my Joe. parents have three dogs. So. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, yeah, well, let's well, let's start sleeps in a cage, reminiscing so on our own childhood. Yeah. You got any good stories? I mean, me and you grew up in Queen Anne's Gate, just uh, raising hell with Ertle, Ferry, Hennessy, Minard, my brother. I mean, great little neighborhood to grow up in. We've had plenty of fun around Clegg Park. But you got any good stories? Uh, I mean, I think, I think the most, the one that comes to mind for me and a really iconic story is when we had a snow day, I think it was in like fourth or fifth grade maybe. And we were over Ertl's place and oh, we, yeah. it was the day we were playing, uh, airsoft throughout Clegg. And, uh, I think we, we somehow ended up in Ertl's basement Mike Ertl's down there with lights his, off like M16 airsoft gun. And <laughs> no light. Well, that the dark game was another story in itself, but uh, he made Fana sing Freebird, I believe it was on expert. And if he failed, he got shot uh in the back like three or four times he this is failed on, like, rock maybe band? within the first 20 seconds of oh song. man and mike Ertle just lit him up yeah dude rock band, yeah surprising dude. jf didn't get that done. and fan has got funny. some pipes on him too so that, that was surprising but uh yeah i mean we had some classic i mean we're not going to name names, but when Hondo <laughs> got we had a lot of, absolute, uh, a lot of I mean, form tackled, speared from from this. Do you remember that we were ding dong ditching and yeah, we hit this house. Frank, you probably know whose house it is, like ten times, and hot on like the tenth time, we all see this guy coming around the house. He snuck out the back door. Hondo's incredible walking away the glue glue quickly out there closing speed was unbelievable yeah Yeah, i've uh in walsh's neighborhood i got pulled into a house i mean hondo just got robbed like uh probably 10 so terrifying like the people literally just took me into their house and then they were like you have to call your parents like right now like tell them what you've been doing i don't know my my parents didn't answer thankfully so that was nice (laughs) Yeah, I think I remember one time JT like JT milk, milking an injury like, and JT uh, was in like a walking boot. <laughs> All right, did it. Yeah. Well, well, Bennett, it, it is. Yeah, uh, I mean, it is that time of the year. It's for, October for now, JT. and I don't know. Is it the start of big boy season? Um, I, I, it's it's a little warm. It, it boys, boys, let me tell you. The leaves are start leaves are starting to change colors though, Frank. I woke up this past Saturday, it was like sixty degrees. I'm like, wow, it is starting to get chilly. I need to start adding layers, Frank. And it and it, it only means one thing. Once those leaves baby, yeah, I'm falling, just looking at Frank, we're looking at some of your old seasons right around the corner. Uh, they're pretty funny. Uh James, I, I see one here, the big boy season Instagram from last year. 
The leaves are changing, and so is the waistline of the guy your girl girl told you not to worry about this. Yeah. That's right. I'm talking about big boy season, ladies and gentlemen. Dust off those turtlenecks and fire up your George Foreman because it is way too cold to be laying up under that stick bug man of yours. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. And then, James, we got a couple other just funny Instagram captions. Yeah, I mean, that you, that's, that's I all well, you want to mention. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll mention them. But the, the big part about big boy season, it's while supplies last. It, there, it's not like there's an abundance of big boys. You have to get you one while you can. Uh, Shipping and handling not included. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just canceled my gym membership. I, I am starting to, to pack it on, boys. I mean, your girl's man crush Monday is is probably at the gym right now, um, but I'm not. So, you know, there's there's not many of us out there. We're we're kind of a dying breed, but I think you know uh, that fat is coming back. And uh, Frank, yeah, I think I, I think that's a good goal. Like um, you know, especially to get you ready for I'm, hashtag I'm ready meat sweater weather, um, as you said on your last year caption. Yeah, yeah, you got you got to add a few pounds of meat. Um, but James, some other good uh, hashtags a- from around Bennett's absolutely. Instagram. Right? We'd love to add. Yeah, you know they they just come and go. Uh, you got a creative mind over there. Uh, actually, one of them was a quote. Uh, I believe it's attributed to Eric Wedge, uh, and this is a little sad. Yeah, sad, sad uh, with the Indian season coming to an end. But yesterday's home runs Wedgie. don't win today's games. Uh, I think uh, that one speaks for itself. You, it's uh and Eric Wedge, what the hell is he doing nowadays is the question. I, uh... he, you, know, you know what he's doing? He's the head coach at Wichita State. <laughs> he, he is bringing the, he's bringing the Shockers to prominence uh, yeah, back, to the, back to relevancy. So that's what Wedgie's up to. Yeah, I mean, and, and as far as that quote goes, boys – uh, I mean, we got guys over here in the club talking about how they ran for 250 with three tutties like sophomore year of high school. It's like, hey, buddy, no one cares. All right, <laughs> yesterday's home runs don't win today's game. I, I love it. That's I love I'm it. And you know what you're you know what you're doing Dude, in those take, clubs? You you're taking shots. And another great hashtag you had is shots in the club like Plexico. Uh, Plexico Burris obviously shot himself uh, literally in a in a club. And so that's that's a really good one. Uh, what kind of shots were you talking about? Uh, tequila. We're, I mean, Frank. We're Gold, silver. Tequila guy over here doesn't matter. Um, you know, it doesn't matter. If I get a couple of those, in, <laughs> I love it. I love yeah, it. All right. um, you, I think Vegas with that, we water, can Frank, break you know it into sports here and uh, get your you know expert opinion first and foremost on the WNBA finals. Um, we like to talk ladies first when we talk sports. Oh, uh, we have I the have. Mystics versus the Suns. We mentioned it earlier. It's a 1-1 series. But what's your analysis? What's your prediction? Yeah, what's I love that. Uh, well, I mean, the series changed drastically last night uh, when Elena Deladon went down. No, no one does. Now, no I don't does know uh, the severity of her injury necessarily, but she... yeah, I haven't seen any reports come out yet. But uh, I mean, that's a tough one if you're the Mystics. She's your leading scorer. I mean, pretty much provides all your offense. Um, so, you know, I don't know. I think, I think. Uh, the Mystics going into Mohegan Sun Arena 
in uh, in Connecticut. It's going to be a tough one. I think the Sun uh, get this one it, done in is six. Is it a best of seven series I think, or five? I think the Mystics. Best of five. Best of you know, five, Frank. You need Maybe that. get one more. Don't be silly. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, like okay. That. Well, <laughs> no. then, uh, they're going to take it in four. I That – that changes well, a lot. Well, the thing is, it should wow. be seven. I don't know it why. Should I be. That it's was a damn seven, shame. But, yeah, because they're going to take this, it in four. We only get the WNBA finals once a year, and they, they kind of cuck us a little bit by giving us five instead of seven. <laughs> uh, we're getting – all of America is getting robbed. Robbed. I mean – Well, Bennett, no one, and how, no one knows do you have any thoughts on how the WNBA could increase their exposure? Um you know, maybe to uh, gain more fans, gain more uh, viewers, so that they could maybe, you know, expand, have more games, have more money for the players as well. What do you think? Yeah, I, I just saw that uh, the Mystics are restricting their tickets to only people in the DMV area. I mean, that's outrageous, first of all. You got to cut that out. Um, but, Frank, I will say the. They need a Jackie Moon type person on each team. We need promos every night. I want to see people fighting bears. Um, you know, they just need to grab some headlines in today's social media age. I I don't think they can do it right now, quite frankly, because like there's like five people who follow the WNBA. But uh, yeah, I mean, they just need they need to uh, kind of develop their players uh, off the court personalities a little bit more. I know like half the players like have to go play in like China and like shit like that, that like, that's just not great. Um, Maybe don't play. Yeah. And, and I mean, can we talk about the timing of their postseason? It right in the like start of football season, you got college football going on NFL you got postseason baseball. They're, they're, you got they're a month hockey behind. and basketball need to do starting like up. End it's of just, July it's, into it's August. not great. I mean, you can't That's... compete with that. I I like that. Yeah. And so like it's stupid. Yeah, I agree I, completely. I, I couldn't agree more. You you ask like your average sports fan, where did Brittany Griner go to college? They know it's fucking Baylor. Everyone knows that. You ask you ask them what what team is she on in WNBA? I think people are they've got their yeah finger up their you know what they're like I don't know it it's the Phoenix Mercury. Newsflash, everyone. She's in Phoenix. She couldn't. Yeah. Um, this is, week. is she a she? They need to get that type Brittany of stuff Griner, Didn't she like kind of say she's like hat, like transgender to some extent, uh, but she still plays. Maybe I'm totally wrong. Probably totally wrong. Or she had a. Uh, I think. No, this is actually insane. So Brittany. Frank, you ready to get your mind blown? I saw something the other day. I don't know if – I'm not going to fact check myself right now, but Brittany Griner is paying child support to another WNBA player somehow. I have no idea. I don't know. I don't need – she's the man in the lesbian relationship. But that's what's going on with Brittany. I'm, I have no. I don't know the details, but I just saw the headline, and it could have been completely false. Hopefully, but I think Brittany Griner is is they're paying both child like, support to yeah, someone else you go. in the WNBA. So imagine just imagine she's at the free she's she's at the free throw she's at the free throw line, and she's like, "Hey, hey right. checks in the mail. I'll get it to you next week." <laughs> like, little Timmy. 
Oh, and by the um, way, like, how's I love that. All right, I'll take over, and uh, your next question. I think we'll move on from the WNBA. Going to be a hell of a series the rest of the way. Without yeah, the next game's not till uh, Sunday. Then, the four day break. Yeah, that's that's how we get robbed. Is they have all these damn. I offers. looked at the stats. They could actually they could actually walk between the arenas. I think between that's, games, like a hundred hours between. That's preposterous. That between be DC to the Connecticut arena. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, All right, James, ask, ask him about the actually work. Yeah, the MLB so. playoffs. Uh, we got a wild card game going on right now as we're recording. The Rays are up four zip on the A's. Yandy Diaz with two different home runs on the night. Uh, the Nationals, yeah, he, he went yard to second at bat as well. Uh, then the Nationals, we obviously, uh, taking full advantage of the dumbass right fielder on the Brewers last night. Um, so we, got, we have our team set in the NL, and if the Rays hold on, we have our team set in the AL. What, what, what kind of bets do you like looking at this playoff situation? Uh, a lot of people are hammering the Yankees and Astros. I, I don't want to believe it. Are you one of those people? Uh, well, a quick sidebar. Uh, I didn't know it was 4 nothing. It was one nothing when I left my living room. And I, like an idiot, saw some guy mm-hmm. pregame wearing an elephant mask in the crowd at is, the Coliseum. Yeah. And I don't even know if that's what they call it. I think it's the Oakland Coliseum. But saw the guy in the elephant mask and like a dummy bet the bet the A's money line. So that's not great. But uh, we, uh, okay. you know what I like? Uh, I think it's the Dodgers year. I, I think they finally have their ace pitcher uh, in Ryu or whatever. And then they're, that lineup one through nine is I know like the Yankees and the Astros both have unbelievable lineups too, but I don't know. The NL is so weak. I think they're going to cruise to the world series and then anything can happen there. But I, I think it's the Dodgers year. They've gotten I like that too. This would be the third. Yeah. Year they been able to um, do it. I think they James, do. you agree with that somewhat, right? Too. Yeah, I do. I, I think the Dodgers do have a okay. runaway yeah. shot at the NL. I, I love the Braves, but they're coming in a little bit too injury battered for my liking. Too young, yeah. You got Acuna that's nursing a little bit of a hip. Freddie Freeman uh, also coming in a little batted in. So I wanted to be a Braves guy, but I'm also with you on the Dodgers. And I, I, I think I said this at the beginning of the year. I'm going to have to fact check, go back in these episodes. I, I think I said it was a Dodgers year as well. So, Bennett, I love that out of you. And I, uh, I agree. In the AL, I think we could see anything happen uh, besides um, the Twins winning. Yeah. I don't think the Twins are built for it. I think they're built for a great regular season. Uh, they had – Obviously, the most home runs in baseball, um, but th- them versus the Yankees, I just, I don't know. I, I just don't. I love got, it. I got I the don't. Twins in that series. Do you? Yeah, I just, oh. I don't know. I, I, I dislike the Yankees more than the Twins, even though they're a divisional team. For Frank, Frank, I actually, yeah, I, I think Ast- Astros are rolling to the World series. series. I think they'll get I think rocked the Astros by the Astros series, personally, but, but um, I think the Twins, yeah, I kind of, and that's because I have a couple upset picks. I have the Nationals rolling past the Dodgers, round one, riding the momentum, riding the wild card momentum, um, and then I have the Cardinals beating the Braves. Wow, wow, huh. just, just kind of, huh. just kind, just kind of being the devil's <laughs> advocate here. I want to pick a couple different teams, but. Um, Country. I would Country. probably say the Astros are the favorite, in my opinion, to win. Well, James, James. Uh, all right, uh, all right, uh, Frank. Uh, on the Astros, yeah. To win you, what? Did you see the what? guy who bet three point like five seven something on the Astros to win it all? 
11.7 mil. He could pay uh, Altuve's salary. That's just impressive that you could just like risk that much money on a bet. <laughs> which is unbelievable. That is... <laughs> this guy is flopping his hog onto the table. Yeah, they had to get an extra at, table. At whatever casino fit. or like <laughs> I mean, sports geez. book he went to to play that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the guy, the guy, the guy's got. Like, Alrighty, oh, Bennett. He's probably like in a How wheelchair. Is, he's so just like, just like South Park, they get the wheelbarrows out for the probably co- wheel for the Kahunis. Alrighty, alrighty. Let's move on <laughs> yeah, to the yeah, NFL exactly. here, um, particularly the Cleveland scenario. Browns. Um, I know you're living in Chicago now, but you're definitely a brownie at heart. Obviously, uh, what's your thoughts so far? We just had a huge win over the Baltimore Ravens uh, week four to get us to the top of the AFC North. Uh, what's your thoughts and what's your prediction for this team? I what a roller coaster these four weeks have been. Being a Browns fan, I mean we we went from the highest of highs before the season to getting thirty balled at home in our home opener. I mean I don't know. I think the Browns are in a great position. That was a huge win against the Ravens. Uh, I think if you lose that game, the season could have spiraled out of control. But uh, I think they get one on Monday night in San Fran. And then I think they, they could also take another one against the Seahawks. And then from there, you look at the back half of our schedule against Dolphins, Cardinals, and then four games against the the Bengals and the Steelers. I think, I mean. I like it. Sky's on. I think I think they'll probably end up like ten and yeah. six. I mean, I like it. We do have a couple tough games in there the playoffs, for sure, but, but yeah, I know. think uh, eight and four, seven and five down the stretch is definitely reasonable, um, and could probably get us into the playoffs in our division. I think our division is going to be pretty pretty tight um, between us yeah. and the Ravens. Yeah, well, they're going to miss uh, Kirksey in the yeah, huddle. I agree. When he says um, dog check, that's like – I mean, that's a huge morale blow. Uh, I just don't know if I Joe mean, Schoen, who, Schoen has Who do you think steps up and is um, going to be the dog check guy? Yeah. I don't know about Mac Wilson or Taki Taki. I don't think he's got the pipes um, either. He's you know, but it's like their turn. They're rookies. They can step up and maybe, uh, maybe ah. you know, secure a spot for the future on this team. If I, if I had to name a name, I'd say Jermaine Whitehead. I'm telling you. I'm seeing that secondary next yeah. man up mentality. I think they go straight to the secondary Whiteheads. He's been all right. He uh, he's he's kind of stepped into come into his own, if you will, this year. Yeah. <laughs> he needs some yeah, invisible line Jermaine. or something. He's kind of got some messed up teeth. I love Jermaine. <laughs> um, righty. What, yeah, what do you he think? Needs to go see like Who's your MVP or something? Quick quick takes on that. Country. Uh, Super Bowl. Good I guess. Don't, I, I don't want to yeah. say the Pats again, but like it's the I only like logical that's kind pick. of a logical uh, pick. But that, <laughs> I, I think I think it's the Pats again. Which yeah, anything is in football, but, but like they just I don't seem really to always see be in Super Bowl. So. Anyone? I don't know. Yeah. So dominant, dude. That that defense is playing out of their mind this year. I got them on my fantasy nice, team. They, nice, how's the, how's the team doing? Putting up like eighteen points. It's unbelievable. How's the fantasy team doing? 
Uh, three and one. I, I, I just beat Arthrell's ass. I love this it. What's your, what, what's your, what's your uh, team? It doesn't stand a chance in the league. So, <laughs> crushing ball. Yeah. <laughs> All right. James, ask uh, my next question. It's yeah, I can do that. All right. So, Bennett, we've had some fun talking teams, different leagues, but let's, they get, let's get down to the bread and butter. Uh, let's talk some betting. Uh, how have we been making money lately? And what do we got looking? What, what are we looking ahead at this weekend slate? What, what, do we have a lock? Do we have a lock? We've been given locks. It's Locktober. It's Locktober. Uh, it's about to, it is time for locks. Any, every second of every hour, we need a lock. Uh, what do you got for us? Yeah. I, I actually just uh, saw something on Twitter that made me change my mind. I, I did have the Liberty minus four and a half against New Mexico as, as my lock of the week, but I, I'm switching it to Air Force minus three and a half against Navy. Aurora, the white phase gear falcon. One of the most rare falcons in the wild. Just passed away tonight. 23 years old. This, this, I mean, I might throw every dollar I have yeah, I mean, in my you, bank you, account on Air Force. You cannot go wrong with a dead, a dead Falcon game. Pulling the mallet out dead mascot game, I guess. Dead live Boys. mascot. Yeah, dead, dead living mascot game. You got to bet. I love the Air Force bet. Dead mascot game. It's, yeah. And can we, can we have a quick it, moment of silence for Aurora? Maybe. All right, I mean, thank you guys I, for that quick I love moment it. of silence. Um, and speaking of that, there's actually a dead owner game in the NFL this week. Um, who is it? Bill Bill yeah. Bidwell of the Cardinals. Uh, farewell to B- Bill Bidwell. Um, Cardinals. He's no longer with us, but the Cardinals are getting three points at Cincinnati. Um, I, I already hit the Cardinals' money line, parlayed with the Browns' money line uh, this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> the value play. And I think this is one of the rare instances you see a dead, dead owner game paralleled as a trap game uh some people are saying the cardinals shouldn't have been getting points to begin with so i think we're going to see which one prevails but i i think the dead owner takes takes priority yeah i think well, james what do you think about the dead the the dead falcon game uh, i'm tailing you act like i i'm not an idiot i'm gonna tail <laughs> that's anyone with anyone with uh, a brain between their ears would tail so i already well james what's what's your lock this week my lock this out. week, uh, we're going a little bit uh, off the grid, um, but we got the Florida International um, under. Florida International at this primetime game, 7 o'clock. <laughs> uh, probably not on your local listings, but get, get out the Reddit stream, and you are going to have yourself a moneymaker. 67.5 points, are you kidding me? You know who they're playing? UMass? The Minutemen? You think they're going to score 68 points combined? My, my ass. Give me a break. Yeah, I, I like that. I am going to take Texas minus 10 and love, a half at West Virginia. Um, on the road, but uh, the Mountaineers just aren't the same team that they have been in the past. They, they totally reloaded and just, I think Texas on a mission here to uh, secure the Big 12. Um, not, I mean, not secure, but, you know, stay, stay undefeated going into uh, that uh, Oklahoma game later in the season. So I, I like Texas minus 10 and a half. I think they roll the Mountaineers. Hey, hey! Do we know how old Bevo is? Like he could be pat. Like if you he passes away, that like a couple days before that Oklahoma <laughs> game, just uh, just to get the lock in there. I think someone has to just kill him. 
I, I, yeah, I think like you, someone on campus or like around the Austin, Texas area. <laughs> I like, love needs it. To do, we know one, do we know anyone in Austin, in, Frank? Like, do we, his, do we like, food or whatever? Do we have people to get in touch? Yeah, I, I, you got I, someone, I got a few points of contact down there. Um, yeah, but, we, but let's just keep working. <laughs> we can hit the back pages. All right, all right. Um, Bennett, you also told me that you normally do a parlay of the week. Um, would you love to share what your parlay is this week? Do you have it ready? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and I'm going to be – I'm looking at this again, and it, it's it's a little risky. Um, but the payout, boys, is, is – um, so, you know, I like to start it out. I like the favorites this week. I, I kind of went uh, underdog heavy. I don't know why. Like it? So what does that mean? Lines. Huh? So who, who's in the parlay? Who's in the parlay? What do you mean? I just gave you the first leg of it, Frank. Oh, I don't know if I heard you. Did you hear him, James? Getting there. I'm getting Ray Allen tweet. We're getting there. Um, <laughs> Baltimore minus one eighty. Jacksonville plus one sixty. Love that. Uh, Chargers minus three hundred and five against Denver. Denver's a garbage can. They just lost Bradley Chubb. Uh, and then Green Bay against Dallas plus one fifty five. Gives you a total of plus one thousand two seventy on that parlay. You throw down ten bucks, you win a hundred, hundred and thirty, pretty much. And then, hey, sweeten the deal a little bit. Sprinkling the brownies into that parlay makes it plus thirty six hundred, boys. We're talking ten bucks to win three six. It sounds like a lock to me. And I'm in. <laughs> it it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah, like and that's why it's the parlay. That's week, why you know? I love it, Frank. Um, is there? Right, right. I like it. So, um, yeah, Bennett, okay. if you could be any athlete, who would it be and why? Uh, I've actually been thinking about this. Uh, like, I'm going to go from two angles here. Um, one is, is single. Uh, and I, I'd probably be like Edelman. I feel like that guy's like an absolute man rocket stud. Uh, does it all. He's got like his own like brand. I love that. He's uh, out in the media a lot. Um, just lives the absolute life and crushes it. Um, I actually think he has a kid though from that documentary, which is kind of sketch. Wouldn't want that aspect. Of you got it. one of your own uh, on the way. But, That's right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I got like I got like eight months until I have to worry about that. So. Uh, um, and then if we're going from like a married aspect, like Verlander, I mean, that guy just go out, goes shoves. out and shoves and then comes home to Kate Upton waiting for him. So I, like I don't it. know how much better. It could He's get only got to work once every so. five days too, which is pretty cool. It, that, and, and that's, that's the best part of it is that this guy is literally getting paid millions to pitch like yeah, five I agree. like James what's our next question days, which is incredible all right Bennett so we're gonna go a little bit off the grid we do talk some finance on it not off the grid this is right within our 
right within our kill zone. You're a finance guy. We're finance guys. Let's talk a little <laughs> bit about the stock market. Uh, anything you like that you're uh, investing in as of late? Yeah, so I should probably preface this uh, by saying due to like the nature of my job in finance, I can't really like like invest a whole yeah. lot. Like I have to get everything cleared with my company and stuff like that. So I don't I don't really uh, I don't really invest right now. Plus, I just like don't have enough capital to oh, yeah. uh, like make it worthwhile. So. I don't really invest right now, but uh, I'm in the mutual fund space and uh, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people are kind of rushing to mutual funds right now to uh, kind of safen up their money with the way the market's yeah, um, going. But I think that's fair. I think yeah, I people are moving to uh, some safer havens uh, right now. And I don't know if it's the smart thing to do or not, I, uh, but we'll see. Time will tell. I think the markets go up long term. Yeah, yeah, the rough day. Yeah, not bad day for not the a good today, one. But though. we appreciate your integrity and honesty in answering that question. That's something this podcast is built on those uh, fundamental yeah. fundamental values. Is there anything else non finance related that you are investing in? Uh, air quotes these days. <laughs> uh, yeah, Frank, I'm investing <laughs> in myself. Uh, I think you know that's 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 something that not a lot of people do. And, uh, you know, I think if, if, uh, you don't believe in yourself, Frank, who's right. gonna? so I'm invested in myself. <laughs> all right. That's who I'm invested. That's, what, that's who I'm investing in. And it's big boy season too. So you're country. investing in, in the big boy body. Uh, yeah, I'm putting on a nice meat sweater. I love um, it. Alrighty. So... Um, you got any other funny stories for us from work, college or life that you want to share with uh, our listeners? we didn't touch on this earlier but can we talk about how diverse i just i was just thinking of this the other day how diverse of a playlist <laughs> your dad had i mean yeah on the way to football practice he went we we would go from like uh pinball and be blaring both walks within and then we'd and then we'd go seconds. with unwritten Oh, what was the one with God. the piano that he, would, I don't uh, know, he would always play? Pinball the, Wizard was like every day, one year. Oh my God, what a what a weird song! It's about a blind, deaf, dumb, and blind kid who can. Uh, I mean, play pin- mean pinball. <laughs> um, I is I that know, problematic? Like, if the song nowadays? came out today. I think it would cause a little ruckus, but like I don't know. It's kind of like a good thing. Kind of, it's kind of almost ahead of its time, saying like, "Hey, these." Uh, people with disabilities can really do a lot of different things um, better than people without disabilities. Uh, didn't think of it that way. Kind of a visionary. Yeah, I move kind of think so too. Um, there we go. All right, Bennett. Final thing I want to ask you though before we let you go: What's something most people don't know about Bennett Kinzel? That's Frank. That's that is a loaded question um but something they don't know about me um uh oh i (laughs) I, actually a lot of people that listen to this shit probably would know this 
but I am a member of a Native American tribe, Frank. And uh, quite frankly, um, my people want their land back. So I don't know um, who we need to talk to here about this, but All right, well, we, people on the I, reservation. As a podcast, we will try our best to bring attention to the matter. Um, the, <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, yeah, well, I, we, uh, we appreciate, I appreciate you coming that. on. Um, <laughs> we'll give you a couple acres and we get it back. But uh, yeah, no, hey, this was great. Um, love the pod. It's great to finally be on. Um, yeah, we're above yeah, 500. I mean, I'll, I'm just going to keep tailing your guys. All right, James, any final so. thing for Bennett? Yeah. No, no, much appreciated. Loved having you on. Hope to have you back on at some point, uh, especially once big boy season fully kicks into effect. Because we're just seeing the sprinkles of it yeah. right now. We're not quite there yet. I think we just need to make that clear. One morning you're going to wake up and it's going to be here before you know it. It no, and and you know what? I'll send it. I'll send an official tweet out, or maybe I'll just send the Instagram post out once it's uh, officially big boy season. And you're right. You are going to wake up one morning and there'll be something in the air, and you're just going to know. <laughs> Uh, at that time that it is in fact big boy season um so be on the lookout for for yeah. the instagram post slash tweet yeah that instagram um, is benny the jet I mean, 89 it was a pleasure boys wondering. it was a pleasure uh, Bennett, thanks for coming on we really appreciate it have a good one all right and we're picking right back up off that interview with bennett kinzel what a, what a person he is just overall i think he was a lot of fun to have on this podcast great guy knows his bets knows his finance um and so with that frank i think we got to dive in give a little bit more uh, a sports update and uh with that uh let's dive into football or no no what are we gonna do first sad and glad beats because uh yeah we're gonna we're gonna do sad and glad beats but first sorry guys if there was any audio outages during that um you know we're, we're trying this anchor app um it is helpful but you know uh we had some outages definitely we could kind of tell on our end we just can't really do anything about it but yeah let's talk sad and glad beats bennett was awesome um and it was great talking to him. He's hilarious, but and I'm excited for big boy season myself. I, I could use a few pounds on my my frame lately. But, you and but, me well, both. You and me both. Yeah. And and you know, but some sad beats that are going to prevent me from uh, buying more food is uh, one of them I had was uh, a fans with sources bet of Akron uh, minus nine against UMass. Both just horrible teams. Um, but I you know I got a text from a buddy, uh, a text of a text of a text or something of fans with sources saying, hey, UMass, six players suspended. They have kids betting against themselves. All this hoopla, hysteria. UMass comes out and punches Akron in the face. I got bamboozled. Um, tough tough loss there. Uh, put a lot of money on it because I really, you know, when you hear kids are betting against themselves, you throw a lot of money against the kids who are betting against themselves. Yeah, that, that would make sound logic. Unfortunately, it didn't come through. So um, those guys, the kids who bet against themselves, sad beat for them that they won. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so on my, um, anything sad for me? Nope. I don't have anything. It was a very happy week for me. I, uh, I was a week I was not supposed to be on the sauce and sure enough, Thursday came around. I got on the sauce, lost a little bit that night, lost a little Friday, Saturday, Sunday, come back big. Uh, so thing I was very glad about was in the, in the, uh, middle of, uh, a glad beat was the Indians. And when they lost, officially got knocked out of the playoffs. I had them in the first five innings and the Chicago White Sox made a pitching switch. So they changed their starting pitcher. My bet was wiped out. 
I did not lose any money for it. So very glad right there. Uh, it's almost like the absence of a loss is better than a win. Yeah, that's um, that's always exciting. I've done that the other way, where like I I thought I I think I had it as a sad beat before, <laughs> where I thought I I thought I bet the whole game and I bet first five on accident. Yep. Or something, mm-hmm. and then the whole game they won and they lost the first five though. Yeah, so. those 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 look. Hit you below the belt, you know. But there's those. there's no sadder beat than I think what Kyle Adler sent us on Twitter. You want to go? Over yeah, that? yeah. Well, uh, he had the season long under eighty five and a half wins for the Mets, um, and so they had eighty five wins going into game one sixty two. So all the marbles rest on the Braves versus the Mets. We we talked about with Bennett on the podcast. Braves are a little beat up. They're not playing their best players. Mets take full advantage, and they t- this game's tied going into the ninth inning. You know what happens? They go to 11 innings. And the Braves go up 6-4 to four in the top of the 11th. What happens in the bottom half? Three-run, dong shot, walk-off. You think you're about to cash in on a year-long bet. Three-run home run ruins it. And so told Kyle, you know what, that, one, that one's going to hurt for a while. That's, that's a scar lever. And uh, take a day or two off, catch your breath, then hop back on the horse. Uh, not much you can do there. Um, you, you really just got to put, I think it was Dom's, what was his name? Dominic Smith or something hit it, whatever, whoever it was you just can't bet against him again. Um, and the but match, you just said the Braves are beat up. They, they are, but like, but you are taking them to win their first series against the cards. That I am. That I am. Yeah, Kyle, um, definitely up for sad beat of the year at the pay to play awards show that is, uh, coming up at the end of the season. Um, <laughs> we <laughs> James doesn't have... even know. James doesn't even know about that, but sad beat of the year candidate right there. Everyone else, send us your sad beats if you want to be up for uh, in our award show that is yet to be thought about or discussed ever. We will have a full-on <laughs> award show now that I'm hearing about. I just heard rumors of it. Yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, yeah, something like something like the Dundies, something something like that. Yeah, we'll get it going on. Maybe we can make it an event at an actual place. You know, a, a live pay-to-play pod could be could be exciting. Um, yeah. All right. We'll, we'll, We'll let you guys know about that, but let's talk football, James. Um, I, should we just talk about this upcoming week? It's been a little bit. We yeah. have a long episode here. so Yeah, we are. We don't need to recap. You guys know the drill. It's already Thursday by the time you're listening. You've digested it. Uh, all I just want to say is the Dolphins are still improving, and uh, yeah. I am going to be on their spread yet again, um, but that would that's actually not possible. They have a bye week. I, I just had to fact check myself. Uh, so they're going to take an off week, and then they're going to be better next week, the the week after. Still improving, but so they lost by they lost by forty nine, then by forty three, so six point improvement. Then they lost by twenty six, a six seventeen point improvement, and then they lost by twenty, a six point improvement. So maybe they lose by seventeen next time they, or no, seventeen less. So they'll lose by three next time they play. It's a Fibonacci. Every other, it's a Fibonacci it's so, sequence. Yeah, it's it's somewhat Fibonacci now. It's yeah. it's no longer exponential or just linear. So we're going. F- Fibonacci on it. As long as the spread is at least plus four, you are guaranteed to make money by this technical analysis. Yes. Okay. Love it. Um, let's talk about tomorrow night though. Uh, Thursday night Rams at Seahawks. Seahawks are the favorite here. I kind of like the Rams a lot. I do too, but I'd like them a lot more if they didn't look like shit against the Buccaneers. So for that reason, I'm going to go with Seattle at home. 12th man will be loud and roaring on a Thursday. Um, and it's actually – so, you know, these these are Thursday night games for everyone on the East Coast. It's going to be like a Thursday evening game there in Seattle. So these people are going to be getting right out of work. They're going to be buzzing ready for the weekend. I think it's going to be too loud for Jared Goff to hear the plays. 
Um, no, I totally disagree. I think uh, Sean McVay gets the boys back on track this week. Um, and I think Seattle's a little overrated. They had a great win uh, this past week. They kind of killed the Cardinals. Um, but I, I just I, I think the Seahawks are a little too dependent on Russell Wilson's ability. And I think the Rams' defense uh, should play a lot better than they did against the Buccaneers. But who knows? All right. And then, Frank, we're not going to even talk about the Sunday night game. Not, not important. Colts, Chiefs. Let's go to, straight to Monday night. We've got Browns at 49ers. 49ers, one of three undefeated teams left in the NFL, along with the Chiefs and Pats. Um, let's rock with the Browns. Money line. If you haven't hammered it yet, hammer it right now. You're late if you haven't hammered it yet. I already have been spraying money around it all, all day today. Um, they're plus 165 right now on my book. Um, I, I think it's got to come down. I just – I get that the Niners are undefeated, but they they haven't had the toughest of schedules yet, and they so this is going to be a true test for them. And they're coming off a bye week pretty early in the season, so it's not like they needed the rest necessarily. So I I think the Browns uh, after a big win can hopefully keep the momentum rolling in uh, prime time. I like that, Frank. And, and we are, we are one and zero in Monday Night Football this year too. That's, beat the Jets on Monday night. Lost on is, Sunday night. That is strictly a fact, and so I, a trend is a trend, and it's your friend. Um, yep. so with that, I will skip survivor pool pick of the week. Cause screw the Rams. They knocked me out of it. And so I sound dumb. Don't listen to my advice anymore. Um, I still am alive in one of them cause I did take the Seahawks over the Cardinals, but no, I'm no longer licensed to give advice on survivor pools. That sucks. Uh, let's go into the realm of college football, Frank. Uh, not as many big games this week, kind of a shitty slate. Uh, the one in particular, I think is going to be a lot of fun to watch Auburn, the Tigers, 5-0 and against the spread. They are minus three heading into the swamp, taking on your uh, Florida Gators. You have them in the playoff. You think they can defend the home turf and cover? I, I forgot that I had Florida in the playoff in the preseason. Um, <laughs> I I don't even know if I want them to cover. I kind of am sick of them. They're just like – they're winning games. They're undefeated still, but they're really not that good, I feel like. But I don't know. You know, this, this game will really be telling. It is uh, – at Florida, so Auburn's going to be on the road again, which they're not afraid of. They were on the road at A and M, got a big win a couple weeks ago. But uh, yeah, that's going to be that's going to be the best game of the week. That's a top ten matchup, and there's there's nothing really close to that. There's Iowa at Michigan. That's a, just a Big Ten matchup. That's uh, not too too relevant, um, if you ask me. I don't know. What do you think about that game? Yeah, not that relevant, but I do think Michigan will win. I think they kind of came out and sent a statement uh, against Rutgers uh, last week. And I think Michigan comes into that matchup against Notre Dame as a one-loss team. It's two one-loss teams kind of fighting fighting for relevancy. Um, and I, I don't – quite frankly, I don't know the outcome of that game, but I do think Michigan takes care of business this weekend. Uh, and then the bigger one, Frank. We're both excited for this. I don't know if I like the spread, but uh, Ohio State minus 19.5, minus 20, hosting the Michigan State Spartans, who always tend to play Ohio State well regardless of uh, – they, I can't say that technically because two years ago when they came in, they lost 48-3. to Ohio State manhandled them. But yeah, we've th- killed them the past two years. Yeah, we have. But I, I don't know. I'm just – I don't love this matchup. I don't. Although well, – I actually – I mean, I like if I'm going to bet that we will cover. Um, but I will say this. Um, we, we are like – we're really hot right now, the Ohio State Buckeyes. And, like, it's got to cool off soon. Now, now everyone around the country is high on us after that Nebraska win. So, like, I don't know if we're going to be in over our heads, get a little too confident. Um, that can happen. 
But I, I still do, I just don't see how Lewerke is going to be able to beat our defense. Um, I, I think we should easily win this game. Whether we cover or not, that'll be a different story. Um, yeah, but Justin Fields, I mean, top top three in the Heisman probably right now. Looking great as well. Um, Ryan Day is just leading. The Buckeyes are hot. You know, We're, We have the best odds to make the playoffs right now, which surprises me because we do have to still play Wisconsin and Michigan um, in the regular season let alone win the Big Ten Championship. All right, yeah, that's true. Um, so I think that's enough of a look ahead. We will have a fan gamble giveaway this week. Fans are one and one so be on the lookout for that Friday. Uh, and we, we talk, we're we going to talk about uh, – it's a big weekend ahead overall. I'm coming back to Ohio. Can't wait. Um, but, Frank, anything else you want to talk about before we dive into market talk? No, let's get into market talk. And then I'll start talking. Yeah, the S&P 500 today down 1.8%. That's Wednesday, October 2nd. And it was a negative day as well before on Tuesday. Um, That's coming off the news from the Institute for Supply Management showing that U.S. uh, factory index, basically factory output, has slipped to its lowest levels since June 2009, which has America... uh, really fearful of maybe that we're heading for another recession. James, what do you think? Yeah, times are not great at the moment. Um, So, yeah, the global manufacturing numbers are showing um, that that sector has shrunk for five months in a row now. Um, And so it's at a point now where economists are now um, just like, where is the U.S. growth coming from? And so they are suggesting the economy could expand as little as 1% uh, without dropping into into a recession. So there is some hope on the horizon, uh, mostly people that are just looking at it optimistically. But I, what I don't like, Frank, is we're kind of playing the blame game right now between uh, Trump is just blaming the Fed and um, economists. and The Fed's kind of keeping its mouth shut. They're just making they, they basically are trying to act like the uh, they're, peaceful they're, branch. They're, they're accommodative. Yeah, they're trying to be the peaceful, <laughs> like, hey, just chill out. We're going to try and do the best we can. Trump's like, fuck you guys. You're not doing that great. And meanwhile, economists are like, this trade war uncertainty is probably the main reason for the slowdown. So that everyone's kind of pointing fingers, and that's what I don't like about it. And I feel like the more the more we head in that direction, the more likely we could see a recession. So I was earlier this summer of the belief that we were going to steer away from it. Now I'm, I, I might be getting sucked in a little bit. I might be, Frank. I Well, the trade war is ramping up, actually, and it's not just with China. Um, the U.S. just put tariffs on uh, Europe today. I don't know if you saw that. I- I, yeah, I, did. Um, I saw they were about to, but I didn't know they officially did today. But. I think like they, they go into effect at a different point, but I think they announced them today or whatever. So, you know, now we're starting to uh, get into a war on both fronts. Um, we're, we're, we're not just worried about the Pacific. We're, we're going over the Atlantic and we're going to fight with Europe. Uh, so, yeah, it, it seems like maybe that it, the economy could be slowing um, probably more so from trade than from uh, what the Federal Reserve is doing. But, um, you know. We'll see where everything goes. Um, I still think the economy, as long as the job market's strong, that's my my main thing right now. If that starts waning, I'll be a little more nervous. But um, yeah, so that's kind of the the quick market update right now. Any, anything else, James? Yeah, I would just say it. I know everyone wants to find a reason, a causation. There's never one one justified reason for, say, a recession or for times that are booming. Everyone wants to take credit for. Um, oh, times are good right now. That's because of this. No, it's never one reason. It's it's always a culmination of things. And 
so I think before anyone is quick to give credit for or blame something or other, I think there, there's too many macroeconomic fa- factors that go into good times versus bad times. So I think that's just something people need to watch out for uh, yeah. when they talk about the markets and we're, we're yeah. stating that. So no, yeah, and once, once again, it's, it's proven that you, you can't really time the market. You need to kind of dollar cost average over time. That's really going to be your best bet to uh, long-term success. So with that, you know, maybe buy a little bit more on this pullback. Um, I, I know I, I added, a, I bought a stock or two today um, after when it was off one and a half percent, as I said. But there's also another trading war going on, and that's with uh, uh, stock trading platforms. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. So we use Robinhood, um, and that's because they have zero commissions on their trades. Um, but now Charles Schwab, uh, the big boy in the market, just announced uh, this week that they um, are moving to uh, no fee trading as well. Um, so it's kind of uh, basically intensifying. And then all these companies, TD Ameritrade lost 25% market cap like their stock did. E-Trade sunk 16%. And even Charles Schwab, who made the announcement, lost 10% because their revenues are going to be down um, off this. But, yeah, it's just another, another interesting trade war. Um, and basically investing and buying stocks as a retail investor is getting cheaper and cheaper, which should be good for the retail side. It, it's good, good for the investor, good for the people like us who now – like you were just saying, hey, let's buy some more stock. Market dip down. That's less. I don't have to pay. I don't have to pay a fee. Yeah, unless you're paying in fees, these these companies lose that stream of revenue. Uh, it sucks for them in the short term, but they're gonna have to find alternative routes to make that up. Um, so I guess good for the people, bad for the businesses, and that's that's the way it works in industries. You got to compete with one another. And Robinhood, with their zero zero cost platform, um, I think they were kind of the leaders in this this effect. So you could say that they kind of brought everyone down with them if that makes sense um, yeah all, the other companies are now announcing td ameritrade said the same day that it would match schwab's offer so so uh, it's going to be free to, free to trade guys free to trade there's always some hidden cost you might not actually get the best execution price possible if you do a market order i suggest doing limit orders people i think we've talked about that in the past but yeah james uh just another interesting little trade war tidbit and then i don't know do you want to talk about this 5g thing uh not that's coming up not so much today no. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll save that. We'll save that because I'd like to talk about it. Five G is going to be big. Let's put it that way. Um, yeah, but, but like, what what really is it? That... We'll talk about it tomorrow. <laughs> well, I'm we'll not tell you what it is. I work on the next on the next episode. We'll tell you. What it is. I work at a company that is big into it, and I am still so lost. So uh... hey, I work in the telecom industry too, James. I'm I'm setting up the cell sites for five G. My company is love it. Cisco yep. is partnering with Apple to put five G in the iPhone 11. So oh, really? Yeah. Wait, the... in in the 11. And the one coming out, the, yeah, yeah. That's there's some talk about that. I, I uh, don't. Oh, wow. Yeah, I thought the 11 was not going to have 5G capabilities in the next one. But regardless, uh, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> yeah, we kind of just talked about it a little. Whatever, <laughs> what have you? All right. So Frank, with that, you want to head right into buy it or sell it? Um, yeah, we don't, we don't have much on the list, but let's let's get into it. I'm all about that. Um, so big news. I know this goes for both of us when we say we love Marshalls. Marshall's a one-of-a-kind store, uh, great for finding bargain clothing, uh, and you're still getting the name brands you want. And so they introduced an online shopping platform for the first time. Uh, I believe it was earlier in September. Um, and so are you buying or selling this online platform? I don't know if you've been on the website yet yourself, but I've perused it quite a bit. Um, I have not been on it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, 
personally, I think the thing that's like one of the few stores that I actually like shopping in. Yeah. Um, com- like so, like I don't really care for it to be online. I don't know if I'd buy stuff online. I, I mean, I'll check it out. I have to check it out. I'm not gonna say it's a sell, but I I prefer the store. I think. All right, I I it's like the one place I'll try clothes on in store is Marshalls. All right, yeah, no, I do like going into those fitting rooms. They ask you how many how many items you have. You you show them. They give you a thing. It's a great uh great experience. They really take care of you from the moment you step in the door. Uh, the other part I would say the reason I'm I'm holding on this I'm not buying or selling kind of boring but like i enjoy the fact that they usually have like regional clothing items like pretty cheap like you could find like a browns like polo or something for like 15 20 bucks and it'll be brand new could be like a nike brand you could you could find that stuff regionally they don't have that sort of stuff online so they just have all the generic stuff online which i think it's good to have that in some degree like i i like seeing like some of the cheaper stuff on there like they still have like ralph Lauren polo stuff that is heavily discounted from what you'd be paying for the regular site. Um, yeah. Thing I don't love, you got to spend like ninety dollars to get free shipping. So uh, that's that's the big if for me. I would love to do like a pick up at store kind of thing, but in that okay, case, yeah. in that case, I'll just go into the store anyway. I'll try it on and have have a field day in there. Yeah, another little online thing that uh, I could just drop for our listeners is uh, shopgoodwill.com. I think is what it is, and it's like literally a the goodwill exchange online um it's all this goodwill stuff so it's basically similar to ebay to a certain extent that like you have to bid on different things and you can win and get them shipped to you and they got a lot of different old electronics different just tons of different things so check out shop goodwill as well that's a buy for me james i don't know uh, i didn't have that on our list here but. Uh, yeah so i didn't prepare for it but i'm buying too i like the sound of it uh but with that let's go into another topic that we did plan for well not not too much but the uh, Microsoft announcement, folding smartphones. Um, yeah, Microsoft's unfold- coming out with the smolding, folding smartphones. <laughs> smolding smartphones. Yeah, smolding smartphones. Uh, I'm buying that's, a smolding. That, yeah, the smartphones I'm in on. Um, folding <laughs> smartphones, I, I think I'm also buying. I think I'm in. I think it's a time to get the flip back in, back in session. Um, I that's also, the thing. Like, it's just. I'm it's, a, re- <laughs> a renowned have, Apple hater. phones. We have had them, and uh, I think I like it. I, less screen cracking. I'm, I think I'm in on that, as long as the outside's not uh, glass. Yeah. I, yes. I think I like that. So Microsoft is coming out with the uh, Surface Duo. I think it's called the Surface Duo smartphone. Uh, not till uh, December 2020, I think, or like holiday 2020, kind of. So another year from now, at least, so before this phone's out. But Microsoft made the announcement, uh, I think, today. Um, about it and so it's kind of cool i don't know i i would i i think i'm probably still gonna get another iphone next but i bet apple might be coming out with a folding phone in the next couple of years as well i could see them combating that a little bit or at least introducing a version of the iphone that flips yeah no they'll they'll do like a regular phone and then like the iphone duo or whatever all i'm saying is the iphone deuce the iphone deuce yeah i like that um i could be all in on Microsoft in like five years. I might have myself a Surface laptop, like a two-in-one tablet. I, I see those NFL quarterbacks. You see a Josh Rosen, a, <laughs> a Derek Carr on the sidelines flipping through those things like it, their life depends on it. And I think I like that. And you telling me I could get a folding smartphone that pairs with it? Oh, I could be in. Yep, I already. People uh, can read then... my green text all goddamn day. All darn day. Um. What about James? Are you buying or selling sushi? 
sushi. Wow. I think, I think you tried. I think you tried it recently. I did. Um, yeah, I tried it like for the first legitimate time last Friday. Some somebody in the office is like, hey, who wants to go out for lunch? I'm like, I'm in. They're like, we're getting sushi. I'm like, not really in on that. But then I'm like, wait, this, this could be the day. I think it's like a very mature thing to like is sushi. And like, I feel like once I start liking it, I'm like, wait, now I've kind of hit that point in life where I'm no longer a kid. I, nah. I don't know. You don't think that? I, I, I'm selling. I don't, I still don't like sushi. Um, as, as I just, I don't know. It's, it's overplayed. I think it, I'd rather have like Chipotle or just like regular Japanese teriyaki. type. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I get that. Like, a, I don't know. Stir fry rather than sushi. Fair enough. I, I get that. And I will say I liked the sushi I had. Didn't like the I don't like its price point. Like it, it's more expensive and I just wasn't as filled by it. Um but I uh I, I'm buying sushi as a good food, but I am selling it on its price point. Yeah, so, it's like the avocado toast of uh Japanese food. <laughs> uh it's good. The avocado toast. Alrighty. Yeah. Uh, so, All right. yeah, that's good. That's a good buy it or sell. We don't need to drag it on too too long. Um, yeah, it's been a long episode, guys. Yeah, as far as we know. Um, so for that matter, <laughs> Frank, let's do a quick post-grad plans and wrap this bad boy up. All righty. Um, last week, just a little bit of drinking, a little bit of gambling. Um, you had something more fun. Why don't you go? You were I, I kind of made fun of this game on the last episode, but you, it turned you, out to be quite the doozy. You did. You go, uh, this is a big game about UNC and Clemson. Uh, the Tigers came into Chapel Hill. I, I even thought they were going to rout them. Uh, but the Tar Heels come right out. And they score within the first two minutes of the game to lead 7 nothing. Little did I know it was going to be tied 14-14 in the fourth quarter. Uh, the Tigers do pull away, winning 21-20. And I wouldn't even say pulled away because the Tar Heels had a, a two-point conversion attempt uh, for the win with a minute left. So I, I don't know if I agree with that call given how much time was left on the clock. But um, they tried a running play. And I just don't had to, think... had, to be, had to be a good atmosphere. Oh, it was electric. It was wild stuff. Uh, would like to throw a quick shout out to Will Bethune and uh, Will Bethune's friend Annabelle. Annabelle's who hooked it up with the tickets, so it was a great time going to that game, sitting in uh, really nice seats. Had the the two point conversion was right in the corner of the stadium I was watching from, so that was a ton of fun. Um, now I I was big on UNC basketball before, big on their football team now too. Even though they've lost three straight, that was a blast. Uh, tailgate yeah. tailgating in the South also quite a hoot um so that was fun great weekend and then my dad came into town he picked me up from chapel hill went out to a steak dinner watched the browns win the next day uh, that that was a uh, heck of a weekend for me not to toot my own horn but uh yeah frank uh, i think a bigger bigger things are on the horizon this weekend though if if that's at all possible uh i uh you know as well as i do it's homecoming weekend in columbus ohio i'm making my first return back to the state and I am amped up. It's been about two months since I've been back, and uh, so really can't wait. There's going to be a lot of drinking and gambling, like you had done last weekend. Um, but I think even more drinking. I think I think just a lot more drinking. Um, yeah, you know we're back. Uh, Columbus spelled C A L U M Alumbus because um, <laughs> we are Ohio State alums, and the Buckeyes are taking on Michigan State. I think we're going with the blackout this weekend, James. Uh, yeah, that's the theme. It's 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 very fitting. It's a great theme for the weekend. We will leave it at that. Um, we'll try to we'll try to get you guys plenty of locks for Locktober this weekend as well. 
Uh, we already gave you them earlier in the episode as well. But yeah, I'm excited to have you in town, James. You get in Friday at 9-ish? 9.30. 9.30. I'm going to have a couple of airport beers in the stomach. I'll be ready to go. That's a good Instagram account, airport beers. That is. I, I actually yeah. enjoy watching every single person's. I think um, some dude had like 12 beers in one airport sitting. That's just... <laughs> That's not uh, financially efficient. I will say yeah, that. It's, it, beers in the airport are a little expensive. I'm gonna, but I, I, I might buy one or two, but that's about it. Alrighty. Um, well, with that, guys, James, let's talk about our song of the week here. We got uh, Lonely by Diplo and the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, I've been uh, banging, banging to this, head, head banging to the song since last oh, night. Yeah, I was about to say, who, who's the yeah. unlucky lady? Yeah, easy. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah, I don't want, okay, I don't want to assume that you're straight. My bad. That's, yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't want to get <laughs> caught up. Wouldn't want to get caught up with that. Um, yeah, no, it's, I, I've really enjoyed the song. What I was trying to say, but I screwed up, it's a banger, all right? It's one that you can toss on at a party. Yeah, sure, banging my head, it, it bangs, whatever. <laughs> Probably uh, getting a little too deep into this one, but Kind of a short song, about two and a half minutes, but I just hear it at a frat house, and I'm like kind of okay with that. I, it takes me right to that. I wasn't even in a frat. You might be able to re- relate do a little you, bit more. Do you think it would be a good song to have uh, sexual intercourse to, though? It it could be, yeah. I okay. I it I, it's kind of about that, I suppose, in a way. It's like all right, all right, the, listeners. Well, if any of you are gonna have some fun with someone this weekend, maybe you can play "Lonely" by Diplo and the J Bros. If you finish before it ends, you win a prize. <laughs> Who's your favorite Jonas brother? <laughs> you win a prize. <laughs> All right. I need to. This has been too long of an episode. Uh, <laughs> I'm a Nick Jonas guy for, for what it's worth. Nick. Um, people forget that there's a Frank Jonas before <laughs> the, the, fourth, the fourth Jonas. Um, never a part of the band. Always the outcast. Uh, wow. What a, what a tough kid. But I actually like Kevin because he's like, I think it's Kevin, the oldest. <laughs> because he gets no respect either out of the three yeah everyone's like oh i love nick and joe all right but but james loves to bang to the song so everyone with, with that, that have a have a great great october have a great week uh let's let's get after it let's let's black out